Allen. I'm Kaylee. And my name is Danielle. And you are listening to Target Snark It, a weekly podcast from Broad Digital Consulting. Hello, welcome to another beautiful Tuesday and another beautiful episode of Target Snark It, a Gold Muse award-winning weekly broadcast by Broad Digital Consulting. I'm Alan, a Content Marketing Awards and 14er Awards winning project manager of these stars. I'm the button-pushing, <laughs> lever-pulling strategist of the broads, Kaylee. Yeah, I don't know if you caught what I just said, but like this podcast won an award recently. It's not a big deal. We are really humble about it. Super Um, hums. Yes. Super hums. (laughs) And um, we don't feel like better than anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't feel like we deserve more at all. Um, Especially not, we're not on the same caliber as like Ethan Hawke's podcast that also won Mm -hmm. the same award as us. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. So that's okay uh, to our 20 listeners. Um, (laughs) But um, if this is your first time listening in, thank you. And uh, please make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to or watching from today. And if you're joining us again, welcome back. And thank you for being so obsessed with me us <laughs> we love you this wow. week danielle is unable to join us she's on a wild ride across the united states of america by planes trains automobiles literally the works the poor woman to be honest <laughs> like, this is not even a joke people this, this is, is literally what Danielle is doing today <laughs> like Please send her your thoughts and prayers, and we hope for her safe return to the pod um, for next week's episode. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, The leaves are changing and pumpkins are spicing, so spooky season is in full effect. But today, we're turning the temperature even further down and skipping the ghouls and the goblins. We're going to talk about why it's important to start thinking about the holly jolly holiday season and why you have to get your strategy ready now so that once it's more appropriate, you can flip that switch and watch your holiday season revenue flow in. Awen, my fellow Thanksgiving baby, are you ready for the Holly Jolly holiday special? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. It's too soon. It's too jolly. It's 5 p.m. in Dublin and it's Friday night and I just want like a pint. But like, but like with Christmas every year it comes on strong and it comes on early and I am no fucking Grinch. So let's help these poor procrastinators of the world get their shit together. Yeah, that's what we're wanting to do today. We're helping. If you're a business that's wanting to make a lot of revenue and hoping for those big holiday bucks, we're going to give you some tips. And if you're a consumer, businesses are going to start advertising soon. So maybe start buying now so you don't have to spend a lot of money once it comes to December. I know that's a tip I will be taking with myself. (laughs) Totally. I mean, totally. And it's like, if you can plan things out right, you can hit the right days and the right sales and be Mm -hmm. like the most popular person at your holiday 
gathering. Um, <laughs> and I think it's interesting to start talking about 2022 in particular. We were really, I remember being really surprised at the numbers that came out of 2022. I think we talked mm-hmm. about it. It was right before we started the podcast. So I don't know if we we brought it up then, um, but um, some of the cold hard facts. So we, as consumers, yeah, you ready? Ready. <laughs> I was about to dive in without even consent. <laughs> now that I've got it, I'm going harder. Um, so as consumers, we spent about $218 billion mm-hmm. over the 2022 um, holiday season. And that is online, um, which is an increase of 3.5% year over year, which actually isn't like huge as far as increases go like it was increasing more and more um but it's still an increase and we were still dealing with a lot of pandemic stuff so it was surprising mm-hmm. roughly 30% of shoppers gear up to kick off their holiday shopping as early as october or even before so that means like literally there there are 30% of people right this very millisecond that are just waiting for your targeted ads to hit them at the right time, you know, uh, the right people at the right time. Um, and that is massive for Virgo mothers everywhere. Virgo mothers (laughs) everywhere. They're the ones who are, they are the backs of the holiday season starting shopping so early. (laughs) That's so freaking true. I know. And um, so they're anticipating for 2023 over 60% of U.S. holiday shoppers plan on spending more than $250 for the year and 10% plan on spending more than $1,000 for the year. So people have budgets for this shit. Imagine that. Well, do they have budgets or are they, did it seem like they were maybe going above their means or budget? What were numbers like that looking like? Listen, I don't know. They, (laughs) they just said they have notes right after about this. Okay. (laughs) No, I listen, but what I'm saying, they're planning to spend this, but we know what it's like when you actually go to buy things for Christmas and all of a sudden Mm. you're staring at the amount you spent and wh- how much you got for it. And it's like, what the fuck? Why do we do mm-hmm. this to ourselves? Um, and so they listed the top influences for purchase decisions. And are we shocked? Price is a big mm-hmm. one. The second one is sales or discounts. Of course, we've got Prime Day. We've got, right, there's another Prime Day in the holidays. I'm not making that up, right? Their Cyber Weekend is a whole shebang. That's what it is. I knew there was some Amazon shit. And then um, Black Friday. Um, And then the other things, which I will talk about a little bit later, um, because I'm going to harp on it, but like free shipping, fast shipping, buy online, pick up in store, and easy returns. So these are all things that like, I would venture people business owners, corporations forget in that you don't just need to mark down prices or even do that at all. The entire user experience, the customer experience top to bottom has to be great. And people are actively searching for that in their holiday shopping, even as much as they're searching for items. So um, I thought that was interesting. And then also, again, I think, um, Last year, the buy now, pay later was huge. Things like Klarna, 
um, and after pay, uh, 60% of consumers reported using it. Um, And then this last one is going to be a Kaylee favorite because you can um, hail it over (laughs) all of our clients who are like, what is Facebook advertising isn't for who's on Facebook? (laughs) 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 Um, Shoppers look specifically to social media for inspiration during the holiday season with 56% of Gen Z who Gen Z, they're not, some of them are 13, but some of them have graduated college and have salaries and shit. Adult money. Adult money. They're working with adult (laughs) money. 56% say they look at TikTok and then 38% of boomers check out Facebook. Nobody Mm -hmm. cares about millennials anymore. Only the ways in which we've ruined things. So we don't have <laughs> the numbers so for that. <laughs> Actually, yeah. millennials don't have money, so we're not going to spend any. We show up with handmade knitted sweaters for the dog. <laughs> I think, uh, oh God, the social media thing makes sense to me, right? Because a huge aspect that I've learned in my own personal consumer days is there is a lot a lot of businesses where like you feel like maybe the trust isn't there. Um, Mm. That could be anywhere from a Etsy shopper. I got burnt by an Etsy store that I thought was going to be a good company. And then they, as soon as the holidays ended, they were no longer a store. So they just Uh took my $70. Um, Mm. But then you also have like, New businesses like Timu, I'm sure that's going to become bigger in the years to come. Um, But a little bit more of kind of that Shein lifestyle of really Mm -hmm. cheap products. I wonder if that's going to make or break with some of the, like, if you're going to see a lot more Timu TikToks in the coming weeks and things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Boomers with Facebook, I mean, that makes sense to me. The one that gets me is the buy now, pay later. because. Last year, the whole time we were talking about the holidays, it was inflation. We all mm-hmm. thought we were going to get hit with a recession that, I don't know, is it still happening? Is it Question not? Who knows? Yeah. It's <laughs> Things are still expensive. So we're not really in a different situation from where we were last year in terms of where people's budgets are. But we do have this new difference where people are kind of willing to go above their means in order to get the gifts that they want. I think Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be a lot more American than other countries. Um, Mm -hmm. But people are willing to go above their means to get what they want in the holidays. So, I mean, just because people might be tightening their budgets in one way doesn't mean that they're not going to be wanting to spend money for gifts. Yeah, I I do remember that being the surprising takeaway as everyone was like, oh, this holiday season is going to suck. It was like the two takeaways was like, no, people actually went out in droves and spent during mm-hmm. the holidays. Um, they And then also was that they wanted to go in stores. Like, and, you know, How I vintage. remember that. <laughs> Yeah, people weren't expecting the in-store influx. And I think you Mm -hmm. and I might have talked about this at some point about, you know, the nostalgia around why people might want to go out and have the experience, Um, even though it's like malls don't even, they're not even a thing anymore. But like people are still going out and shopping. Oh, and another thing I I thought of too, when you were saying like um, getting burned by Etsy and getting burned by, you know, advertising in the holiday season. We always tell our clients that like 
some a huge part of um organic social media is just showing your legitimacy and that Mm -hmm. you're still open and that you're active and that helps build a lot of client trust. And I will say that during the holidays, if I, if I get served an ad and I'm like, Oh my God, that's so cute. Like from cider is something I've been getting Mm -hmm. recently, but I almost (laughs) always like Google. I'm like, is cider legitimate? And I see their like trust pilot reviews, or I check to see if, if people have a regular Facebook page they're keeping up, even if I'm Mm -hmm. not engaging with it. So there's something to be said for that. That's actually a great point. I fell victim and I will call out that Danielle also fell victim to the same exact product, which was the weighted hula hoop. And you were going to get a snatched waist by 15 minutes a day using this hula hoop. Oh my God. And I kept getting served videos for it and I know how it works. But I would click through and read the comments because not all ads had comments. And I would go back to their page and they were just boosting videos. And I was like, I don't know. These are all influencer posts, basically. And it just made me question everything. Obviously, that didn't freaking matter because I still have it with me in this room. (laughs) You still bought it. (laughs) I still bought it. But if you having that layer of legitimacy, whether it's literally your entire social media strategy is just uh, user generated content. Obviously that works for some people, but having that breadth of content available when people click through onto your profile will just make it look more legitimate and not like you're this fly by night advertiser we see that come out during the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about like why we're pushing for Christmas on in September. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Despite my initial um Grinch-esque, because I'm not a Grinch, but I was being kind of Grinchy <laughs> approach this episode. It's clear that people start thinking about their holiday purchases super early, earlier mm-hmm. than my ADHD brain can even wrap around. Um, but <laughs> that does make sense if you're on a budget or if you're even remotely smart about your personal finances. Nobody wants to get hit with holiday premiums and everyone wants to be prepared to pull the trigger on the best mm-hmm. sale. Um, and those who aren't so forward thinking, they still want to contribute to the season, which, which makes the buy, buy now, pay later options make a lot of sense. Yeah. So by the time we have this episode come out, we only have about six to seven weeks leadway before cyber weekend, which is insane. Wild. More importantly, six to seven weeks before both Alan and I's birthdays. So, um, hello, real <laughs> holiday. The real reason for the season is Sagittarians. (laughs) But (laughs) before we open the floodgates, we want to be able to utilize the time that we have before the holidays so that you're prepared for any sort of influx in website traffic and that your integrations are integrating. Your online shopping process is smooth um, because people are going to take note if they buy something and they don't receive a follow-up email that it was sent with the tracking information or they added to cart and there wasn't an email afterwards to remind them. People sure do notice when it's this time of year and they want that process just to be smoother to get it done with. Yeah. So first... Once you have a general audit of just the back end of your digital business, making sure landing pages are working, um, that your contact information is going to the correct emails, what we're going to want to do is focus on what our goals from the holidays are. So 
is our goal to increase sales, then we want to think about ways to break away from all the other big box stores, your Walmarts, your Targets, your Amazons, and how we can stand out from them during the time that they're going to be advertising with significantly higher budgets. If we want to keep the engagement up before your busy season, for example, accounting professionals, January 1st is a good start date for y'all. So having your name be at the tip of people's tongue during the holiday season so that once January 1st hits and you start launching your conversion ads about get your account in now and get your taxes back sooner, you'll have that retargeting audience to be able to reach out to. Is it more of getting last minute connections before the end of the year? If you're a B2B manufacturing plant company that has sort of end of quarter goals and quotas that you have to hit before you go on your holiday break, um, how can we reach out and get in front of the right people and create that sense of urgency before they check out for break? And then lastly, is it a message to a specific community that needs that messaging? Are we trying to get resources in front of a target audience who needs them? Let's not forget that the first Tuesday of December is going to be Giving Tuesday, which is Mm -hmm. the biggest donation day of the year. So how can you get your nonprofit in front of everyone else in front of those advertisers to get your message out to people? Yeah. And I like, it's always interesting when we deal with clients, you know, because sometimes I feel like I have an outsider perspective because I'm not Mm -hmm. doing what you're doing, but I'm also not the client. But I think we get a lot. People really struggle with nailing down goals. They're almost always like, I want sales. Of course, Mm -hmm. I just want money, dollar, dollar, dollars without thinking about actually what would help them and what is specific to their business. Like you said, like, yeah, are you a nonprofit or does nobody know who you are? And maybe it's a better use of your money to be out in the world educating or making awareness, building awareness or getting mm-hmm. um, more followers, etc. Yeah, this is also a great time to get more creative in that way because you have advertisers that are most likely using the single sales objectives of Add to cart conversions, purchases, initiate checkout, even traffic ads, those are going to be significantly more expensive than, say, engagement ads, follower ads. Video views are always cheap. They only cost one cent in order to get 15 second views. Those are things you could be utilizing more if your goal isn't sales. And that isn't necessarily to say that having a goal of sales is a bad thing. It could be your goal. But okay, if that's your goal, If you're not Amazon, if you don't have a Walmart budget, we need to be incredibly targeted about how we can get you those goals, whether that's creating a specific campaign about around specific products, whether it's creating gift guides that we're sending out to targeted people. We have to kind of go to that next layer of, okay, how are we getting sales? We ask all of these questions that I asked above because this time of year is super competitive. There are 18% increases in overall messaging going out on social media. So there's going to be 18% more ads out there. Then on top of that, your cost per impression, so the cost just to get your ad visible, is going to be 50% higher than than during the rest of the year. So it's going to be more costly to get your ads out there. 
and being more targeted with your messaging, with your audience approach, you can make sure that that money, it might be a $5 cost per click, but you're going to get an ad. You're going to get a sale because it's targeted towards that specific person. So in order to stand out and show up, you have to define A, what you want to accomplish, B, who will be help, blah, blah, who will best help you to reach that goal if you're a bigger store and it's everybody and their mom shops there, then that's who we're targeting. But if you're super specific, if you're a niche business, who are we targeting to get all of these sales? Who do you, who can you count on to buy these products? And then lastly, what messaging will speak to them and how they will convert? Whatever that conversion is, if it's a contact form, a like a comment, share, or a purchase. So you've talked a lot about like who and how to advertise during the holidays. But I mean, with this increase in cost and influx mm-hmm. in the market, is there anyone that you, I, I think, because I feel like we have said to some people in some industries or with some business size, like don't even, don't spend your dollars on holiday marketing. Is that true? Or am I making that up? Or, or are there people you would recommend like, hey, you don't, this isn't a time for you. Like it's just going to be expensive and it's not really going to help that much. Yeah. Uh, B2B businesses, unless they have budget that they're like, we have to spend this till the end of the year, which we have been told before. Mm -hmm. I usually don't tell them to advertise. I would just tell them to focus on their organic approach. Um, Nonprofits usually don't have the budget to advertise during these holiday seasons Or if they do, it's extremely minimal. So I would recommend maybe not doing a full funnel approach or even like optimizing for conversions, but rather engagement. How can we get this ad to be seen by more people rather than putting that ad budget towards, okay, this is a click to call campaign. So someone's calling for a new service. Um, If you don't have the budget to stay competitive or you don't have a need to advertise like it's not make it or break it with a sale for the end of year focus on your organic take the time to really get your messaging across and um prepare for the new year instead cool okay so we're at the end of september Mm -hmm. what what should a business do or what should someone do now yes we're not telling you that like Next week on October 1st, you have to be writing your ads or like building out your campaign and Facebook or anything in that. What you do want to do within this next month is uh, define your goals and then detail how you're going to attain those goals. So are you going to do an influencer campaign and that's how you're getting your message out? Take this month to find your influencer, ensure that they have the availability to do a campaign and get all of that structured now. Um, developing a nurture. So how we want to follow up to people after they convert, how uh, we want to be able to detail that. Number three is going to be fixing your tracking. Take the time now to make sure your Google Analytics is set up, your GA4 is set up, and your conversions are tracking correctly. Troubleshoot your social media pixels so that you that data is going to be consistent throughout your time period. And then lastly, uh, kind of going into your nurture is that you want to develop, clean up your email lists, make sure people are segmented, your leads aren't with your customers, 
Um, your sales lists aren't with people who opted in through some sort of contact. If you want to be industry specific, make sure it is industry specific. If you want to highlight people based off their interests on certain services you provide, make sure that it's segmented like that. Just uh, take the time to make sure that everything's filled out and create the most optimized email campaign and also use those lists for targeting on either Google or social media so that we can use the information we have to the best of its ability. So when should people be thinking about launching campaigns? Is it around the Black Friday time or or would sooner also work? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, if you're in retail and you want to get your sales out, I talk about this a little bit to come, but you want to make the most of the time you have. We don't have a lot of time. So a lot of retailers will start advertising like the second week of October, um, Mm -hmm. and getting a good month of insights and information before launching your black Friday, especially a great company that, or not a great company. A company that does this really well is Amazon. (laughs) Uh, They do it with Amazon Prime Day and Black Friday. But you'll get emails to fill up your cart weeks before Black Friday actually happens. And then throughout the whole cyber weekend, sales will change. So you're going back and forth to the website so that you can get the best deal for whatever product you uh, focused on. So I highly recommend if you're in retail specifically and you're focusing on sales, to start advertising in some capacity now so you can retarget interested people for Black Friday and start with more of those higher cost per action in the coming months. Well, and I remember reading this about 2022. I read an article last year that came out right after the season, and they were saying that what people were doing is they were filling up carts and sitting and waiting and then pulling Mm -hmm. the trigger right at the moment in order to like beat stock issues. It's then yeah. it wasn't just for Amazon, which I think is really interesting because having worked with retail brands before, um, cart abandonment is such a big deal. And I even yeah. think about it myself because I will often fill up carts and leave them there until I like feel in my heart that it's okay. Like I need a one to two week rationalizing period. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> like I'm like, I'm gonna fucking buy it. But I just need to like pretend like I'm not for a little while. And like, to be fair, sometimes I'll forget about something and be like, good thing I didn't buy that. I didn't really want it. But a lot of times I'm like, I've been obsessing over this pair of jeans for two weeks now. And I just, they hit me with the right email in their nurture mm-hmm. and it's time. Um, so I I don't have like an answer to that. but But I do think it's really interesting in terms of like, how do you calculate that or how do you plan for that sort of thing when you're looking at cart abandonment? Well, maybe it's not really that abandoned. Maybe people are waiting for the right time, you know? Yeah. If it's possible for you to set up, try to have a countdown of when Black Friday is going to happen. That's been working out really well. Continue to send out emails reminding people like, we'll let you, uh, as soon as the clock strikes midnight on Friday make sure to check out so you don't lose any of your products. It also just kind of starts adding that sense of urgency that you really need during this time of year to convert sales. Last year, like an email goes out and it's like, Hey, here's the countdown here. You have, that's really cool. Yeah. If you could do something like that of like only four more days, uh, make sure you don't miss out on 
this product that's in so many other people's carts. Like you want to kind of create that sense of urgency that we used to get during, you know, the early 2000s of people at Walmart lining up at midnight and attacking a door. They're going to do that, but it's all on a website instead. So it's so much safer. (laughs) Digital war. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now that everyone's ready to hit the button and get started, is there what should people keep checking in on once the ads are live? Like, is this a set and forget or are you optimizing as you see results come in and, and how long should you wait before you optimize, I guess? Cause it's such a tight period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would say, um, try to check in within the first two days. If there's anything really, if there's a, big technical emergency, you will most likely be told either through a commenter or from some consumer within those first 48 hours that there is a problem. So I would just monitor what you can for those first two days. But when it comes to optimizing, uh, wait at least five days. Once you start seeing an ad have higher results for a lower cost, Um, then start optimizing for those ads when you get closer to the holiday season and specifically Christmas. So some things you're going to want to do before you launch is obviously before you click the button, QA and get ready. Check every lead magnet form. Make sure that the contacts are going to the correct lists after people fill out a form. Make sure automated emails are being sent out without misspellings or dead links. Um, If you have an abandoned cart email, make sure it links back to the cart, ideally. And then make sure that (laughs) those who might be uh, having to answer emails or phone calls for customer service, make sure they're ready to go and they know once the campaign is launching that it might increase over time. If you're advertising to the season during the season, they're gonna actually be days where you're gonna want to turn your ads off. Even it doesn't matter if you are launching the campaign from October to the end of the year, if you are only utilizing Black Friday to Christmas Day, um, you're gonna make sure that your budget is going out on the right days when people are in the right mindset and are going to want to take action. So ideally, you're not going to want to have ads live on Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, or New Year's Day. Maybe New Year's Eve, depending on the messaging, but um, at least after 12 o'clock on New Year's Eve, people are going to be checked out. They're not going to be on their phone and they're not going to be wanting to click or purchase anything. So make sure your ads are toggled off for those days. Go back the next day after Christmas uh, the on Black Friday and turn them on or even late Thanksgiving evening, turn them back on. But you don't want your budget to go out when people aren't online and aren't actively looking for these things. Another thing before you launch any campaign, if you are utilizing organic only and you don't have ad budget to get your message out there, just adjust your expectations We're not saying that everything fails during the holiday season. Things are just more competitive and you really have to stand out from the crowd in order to get yourself out there. So if your emails and ads aren't receiving the same uh, cost per metric or cost per clicks that they usually do, it's just because more advertisers are online and they're bidding super high on really competitive terms. Like the just cost for things is going to be 
if it's usually a dollar per click, it's going to be 250 just for people to click over. So don't worry if it's costing you $50 for a click. If it's costing you $30 for a click, look into why. But if it's just double what you're usually used to, that's pretty for the norm of the course. Um, and like I said, with organic at the beginning, if your reach is really low, that is normal that, uh, like I said, you have more ads on the feed. So you're going to have less organic stuff on the feed. Do something that makes it stand out. Utilize video because video is more likely to get more views. That is one way you can kind of play the system to get your content in front of people. Um, utilizing Facebook Reels. Facebook doesn't really... it prefers reels. It wants people to use reels. Not a lot of people are, but if you do it during this holiday season, people might be more likely to see your content than if it was a blog post or an image that you usually are posting. So you kind of have to be in a mindset where you're ready to pivot based off uh, really early findings, which is scary. And then my last thing is <laughs> before you launch, have a plan of attack in case of emergency. It is going to be such a stressful time period for marketers and businesses alike for the end of year. You're hoping to get the most of your sales during this time of year. So like if anything goes wrong, if you set your lifetime budget as a daily budget and your day one, you spent $10,000, yikes. If you increased in comments and you have a contact form that's muted, just know who on your team can deal with what. Uh, and have a plan of attack for those last minute emergencies you find. And please, for every worst case scenario, make that plan. If you make seven plans for in case of emergency, you know, likely three are going to be ones that you actually have to take action on. Yeah. And like from a project management perspective, like someone who like works with the people actually doing the strategy and then also with the stakeholders or with leadership, like when I see a project that um, has short time periods, is really fast moving, et cetera, I know that it is in everyone's best interest to in advance make game plans that remove review processes and blockers because what will happen is something bad will happen money's draining somewhere but you can't get a hold of bob the cmo who needs to approve every like question mark or period or graphic that goes on every single thing even though mm -hmm. that's really annoying so if in advance you can be like bob if there's an emergency and we're draining money here can we please skip you Mm -hmm. and have you trust us and let us do xyz i think it would behoove anyone who's who's managing projects to do something like that because that's what i see get derailed all the time is like yeah we have emergency backup plans there are ways in which we can pivot but someone who isn't in the office all the time or yeah. who is a consistent blocker blocks the whole thing and and then that's what it is and your results tank so that's my two cents for that. No, that's great insight. I mean, clients can, when we look at it as an advertising consultancy or agency that's running ads for a business, like the review process is probably the biggest blocker, especially mm -hmm. nonprofits where you have a whole separate review process of any grant expectations that have to get met. 
there are some campaigns where it's like, oh, we had to have started three weeks ago just because reviews are going to take two of the weeks that we need. Definitely plan ahead for that. If you know that it's a huge review process, be really, really targeted on the content you are producing so that rather than, you know, the CMO have to review 70 things, make it five really fucking good things. Mm-hmm. and that just blow the socks off. And then, you know, once you make that campaign, just let the likes, clicks, purchases, conversions, mm. calls start pouring in. If you, you come listen to, the ho- to us. Yeah, you came planned. You came prepared. And now you're ready to pivot for anything. And you can have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday. <laughs> that has to go on social. <laughs> for, that's our... Merry Christmas post everyone you know <laughs> just that so to close out today's episode we had a little short one but it was packed filled with good information we built a super successful campaign together while you were listening to us <laughs> but Alan as our project manager god x how <laughs> do you <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, what are your thank you for that top of mind non-binary god choice what are your calls to action when it comes to actually planning and like getting your team ready for the season oh my god there's a script everyone and i didn't read the second half of kaylee's question before i wrote in the script so this is i'm going off the cuff right now but i mean i guess i literally just said it right before you asked is like Mm -hmm. and you said it too like plan for everything but from a project manager perspective, I would take a good, long, hard look at review processes. Also, something that really, really drives me nuts is when review processes zap the creativity out mm. of campaigns um, because all of a sudden things get washed out by too many preferences or by one person's kind of bland, stale preference, um, usually. Um and and that goes into what I wrote anyway, which is like, if you want to make a play during a time of year where everyone else is grabbing for those dollar dollar bills, you need to get prepared sooner um, mm-hmm. and get really creative. Honestly, you need to stand out and really hit, hit, hit the nose on your target audience and what they're looking for. And so throwing the same shit at the wall that Walmart is and thinking mm-hmm. it's going to work, like it just isn't like listen to the creatives on your team um, that you always think are a little like wacko and that uh, honestly probably more often than not get shut down until you listen to them and then they win awards you know Um, and then make your infrastructure (laughs) like your internal infrastructure prepared to give a good buyer experience during and after the holidays you touched on this a little bit Kaylee with um, preparing your customer service team for the influx Mm -hmm. that's coming like make sure they're staffed make sure their hours are are reasonable and make sure they feel taken care of and they're they're ready or maybe they have some sort of reward at the end of the season where they get more time off I don't know but like keep fast and reliable shipping easy returns that makes a huge difference I mean I literally stopped buying jeans from Everlane because of their return process it's antiquated it's ancient yeah honestly Amazon's return process is pretty abhorrent which I understand because it's a marketplace. It's not always coming from Amazon, but that's a. I think that is a gold star next to that call to action. Your customer service team, whether it is for, you know, sh- your retail store and people are shopping, or you are a 
utility that might have like an outage during this coming month, anything like that during the holiday season, people's emotions Mm-hmm. are really high anyway because it's the season of giving family they have to buy it like y- you're happy but you also have so many things you have to do because it's the end of the year that people are going to be horrible yeah <laughs> it's like when they if you fucked up the gift that they bought they are going to be really upset so yeah. make sure your customer service team you know be like hey people are going to be really horrible but guess what? You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. And like, you can't just think about sales. Like you have to remember that everything around it matters. Like mm-hmm. I, we, I used to write for this uh, rewards. It was like a platform that helped consolidate rewards for, for companies. It was like a really cool. cool deal. And they were talking about how so many rewards programs don't have customer support. So people will cash in their rewards with a company that they really like, but then they get a defective product and then they have no one to call. And it's shit like that. That's like, oh, you're just trying to get loyalty from people without providing mm-hmm. things that earn loyalty, which is support right? Like, et cetera. So that's huge. When you're picturing how your campaign is going to affect you this holiday season, loyalty is huge because make the customers who bought from you this year want to buy again next year and make your customers people you can depend on every year, whether that is giving them your, you know, Amazon, if you want to give like your prime members for the last five years, a little extra discount, that's fine. Uh, If you're a little store and you have like five people that are a VIP list, give them an extra discount, but have whatever sales you make this year only double next year because of your loyalty program. Absolutely. What are your plans to action, Kaylee? I have, how many did I list? Three. Good. I gave him numbers. So I have three big calls to action takeaways from today. Uh, Number one, plan. Just have a plan. As soon as you drop off this pod, take your headphones out, figure out what the frick you're going to accomplish from now until the end of the year. Even if it's high level, you're like, this is what I want to do. Figure it out now. Number two, focus on your messaging. Are you speaking about making sure that people are saving this holiday season? Are you trying to get the right gift for the right person? Uh, Are you having people wanting to feel more confident and comfortable about themselves this holiday season? Figure out what you want to say and the best way to say it. And then lastly, which kind of ties into what we just talked about, be gentle with your team during this time, whether it's customer service or whether you're the marketing team. When you are working with big budgets and some businesses, big budgets could be $500, $700, and that's all they have lying around for these next few months. It is incredibly stressful to have to deal with technical issues that are bound to happen because everyone is trying to do something really quickly that you just have to provide grace you're trying to do a really tight turnaround and also achieve incredibly high results because it's the Christmas season. Give your team leeway. Know who you can lean on in case of emergency. Know who's being reached out to for what reasons. Know if people don't celebrate Christmas so they are your last resort if something has to be done on Christmas Day. Just give your team grace. Have a plan and feel confident enough with your team that you can move forward even with errors and get good results. Hell yeah, brother. 
Hell yeah, brother. Sticky Narnar. <laughs> My wife was in the background going like this. <laughs> well, that's our episode today. Thank you Yay. for listening to another episode of Target Snarket. Make sure to like today's episode and click subscribe. It really, really helps us. Um, win awards and stuff no actually i have no idea they clearly didn't use that when they gave us an award for, for whatever it was um so but then you'll know you'll be the first to know when new mess uh new episodes drop in our live if you like our antics want to complain about today's episode oh my god i love it when people complain i love it when people complain. Hate yes <laughs> or if you have a holiday marketing horror story you want to share please oh please head on over to youtube instagram tiktok and linkedin where you can follow us for more content or add in your two cents about today's episode. Merry Christmas and K bye. Thanks for tuning in to Target Snarket, a weekly podcast brought to you by Broad Digital Consulting. Our podcast is hosted by Danielle Bilbrook, Kaylee Myers, and Alan Connolly and produced by Margot Gill. You can always learn more about Broad Digital Consulting on our website, broad.digital. That's B-R-O-A-D dot digital. Or you can find us on social media using the handle at Target Snarket. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling so inclined, we'd love for you to review our pod if you like what you're hearing. 